You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So this is our last podcast of the year. That's right. Good riddance. <laughs> Am I right? To, to, to 2020, I'm assuming. Oh, not. yeah. No, not you guys. <laughs> or you, Crystal. <laughs> Stick Just around, please. Yeah. <laughs> and so because of that, I guess I am like, I don't know, overcompensating or I, I got carried away. I have a lot of things to talk about today. Yeah, no. And I'm just I'm here for the ride. So hit me. <laughs> okay. Well, so first I'm going to talk about some uh, my most recent reads. And I order nonfiction for the library. So mm-hmm. I end up reading a lot more nonfiction than I probably would otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I'm researching stuff. And so I get, you know, sucked in. Yes. And, and Same with so. children's books <laughs> for me. <laughs> And so I recently, uh, we received a book called uh, The Call Me Ishmael Phone Book. Mm-hmm. And it is brilliant. It was one of those <laughs> that I wish I would have thought about that, thought of it. Yeah, no, when when Crystal showed it to me, I said, this sounds like something you would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. So <laughs> instead, I had to buy it. But. Uh, is definitely worth it. And it's um, basically these two, um, I'm assuming, I, I think, I know at least one of them is a writer, but mm-hmm. um, two friends were talking about their favorite first lines of books and mm-hmm. Call Me Ishmael came up. And then they were kind of joking, like, well, what if you, it was Call Me Ishmael? And, mm-hmm. you know, what would people call in with? And that was, mm-hmm. you know, basically that they would call this, mm-hmm. you know, character, uh, through this phone number that they set up and talk about their favorite book or a book that they really love. Mm-hmm. And so it started out just like their friends and family would call this number and the, there would be a recording and they would just, you know, say something about their favorite okay. books. But then it got bigger and bigger and turned into a, a huge project. And so now they've published a book that um, has the, uh, I guess it's set up like a phone book, like a yellow pages, Mm -hmm. which is funny because it's been a long time since I've looked at yellow pages. Yep. Uh, And so it's (laughs) definitely a throwback. Uh, And so, you know, young people wouldn't even recognize what that format is, you know? Right. Yeah, no, regular phone books did not look as cool as this, as this book does. They, they made it like they managed to make a phone book look pretty. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, because there's, like, ads in it, a lot of ads for, um, like, for the books themselves and for mm-hmm. bookstores and things like that, just interesting mm-hmm. places. And uh, so, basically, there's just this one phone number, and you can call it and then put in a four-digit code that you find in the phone book and listen to the recordings of people talking about their books. Mm-hmm. And it was really great. And one of yeah. them that I listened to... Um, it was about 
the house on Mango Street by Sandra, Sandra Cisneros. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be our big read book for next year. And it brought tears to my eyes. It was a young girl talking about how much of an impact that book had on her. And yeah, it was really, really good. And so I, I hope everybody gets a chance to read it. And even if, you know, you can't um, check it out or whatever, you can, we we ought to just put up the phone number. And then people can yeah, totally. random um... listen to the stories. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so that yeah, was, I need that to that go through it. Oh, it was, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also listening to an audio book uh, called I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are <laughs> by Rachel Bloom. And I don't know if you've seen it, but she did a show for several seasons called um crazy ex-girlfriend yes 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 it's like a musical right it's a musical yeah oh is it she's the lead she's the lead yeah oh she's wonderful that's great that's great she's delightful i mean the the show is definitely um for an adult audience but Uh and so is so is this well and is i have to ask is the title a play off of the little mermaid song of i want to be where the people are okay yes <laughs> you know i appreciate that <laughs> and yeah and so you know some of those musical numbers in that show were just oh my gosh amazing yes and like good too there were some really catchy numbers oh yeah on that show yeah and that's so one i need to revisit yeah and so that's why i'm listening to this one because i wanted to you know, have her reading it and, mm-hmm. uh, and she doesn't disappoint. It's really good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's sort of a memoir, but it's, um, you know, she talks about just like in the show, she, it deals with mental illness and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, depression, all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, but with a really funny take on it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, well, and if she provides, if she provides any answers on where the normal people are, please do share. <laughs> so far, no. I'm having a, <laughs> I have a feeling that we're not going to get that answer, but that's all right. That's I haven't right. finished it yet, so maybe maybe that's the last <laughs> chapter. And then I'm also reading another funny one, um, "Survival of the Thickest" by <laughs> Michelle yes. Buteau. Um, I adore her too. Yes, she's a hilarious comedian. Um, the book is hilarious. Like you actually laughing out loud, you know, yes. kind of funny. Um, and yeah. So and her she, stand-up is great. Um, I, I saw, I bet her, um, the audio book of, of her book would be really fun to listen to. Yes. I, I saw a, a clip on Instagram of her uh, recording a piece of it and just, uh, <laughs> she is just such a gem. Her personality, she shines like the brightest star. Yes, and she is just like a really unique voice, and mm-hmm. her delivery is hilarious. It's mm-hmm. yeah, really good. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's where I've been. Oh, and then I also a little more serious. I am reading the Once and Future Witches by Alex Harrow, mm-hmm. and I recently I've. Um, previously talked about a, another book of hers, um, 10,000 Doors of January. And that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. And, and this one, both of them are 
tomes. They're very long, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're it's it's good. And I'm really into it. And set in sort of an alternative or alternate universe, but it's in 1893. Mm-hmm. And um, it you know it opens talking about opening lines. It's um, opens that there are no witches left, but there will be or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and so it's about these sisters and um anyway so like witching and women's rights are sort of equated yeah and And i yeah we've seen that before too yeah with the witches are coming and Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so i was um intrigued and it's it's turning Mm -hmm. out to be really good it's it's sort of a mysterious thriller you know fantasy kind of i'm yeah i'm literally checking off (laughs) <laughs> boxes in my head <laughs> mystery <laughs> thriller fantasy that sounds amazing <laughs> exactly can't beat it mm-hmm. and I, I haven't had great um success with movies recently but it made me think about something we'll talk about later and mm-hmm. um, like all of my favorite movies so i'm gonna mm-hmm. talk about some of those but um the only one that's worth discussing at all that I've seen recently is um, Super Intelligence with um, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, is it HBO? It's on HBO, yeah. <gasps> I almost watched it. I don't remember why I didn't. Do tell. Well, it's basically she's she's identified by this artificial intelligence as like the most average person (laughs) (laughs) where the normal people exactly so the well yeah (laughs) so we found the normal people it's melissa mccarthy and uh it basically like decides that in order to like maximize its intelligence it needs to study her Uh uh-huh and uh, yes yeah and so of, of course she's hilarious Mm-hmm. And it's a cute movie. Um, it, you know, it wasn't my favorite of all time or anything, but sure. But it's 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 it, you know, there's laughs. Some good. There. That's what I was just about to say. Some good laughs in there, I'm sure. Yes, I mean, just cool. her like going at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, and this is in like a lot of the trailers. She's going in for an interview, and the like in the, like a tech company, and and she's just trying to sit on this. Beanbag oh my camera. gosh, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> And it makes me think of myself. So (laughs) (laughs) that would totally happen to me. (laughs) Yes, 100%. So yeah, she had me too. But, um, but I have been had some luck with shows, too, uh, or instead, actually. And Mm -hmm. so I've caught up on Peaky Blinders. Oh, and I've always been. I've talked about it before, I'm sure, but I've always been a Killian Murphy fan. Yes, but I just like I have. I watched the first season of Peaky Blinders a long time mm-hmm. ago, and just didn't get into it. Um, but I finally like sat down and said, "Okay, you know, I know that this yeah. is going to get good." Yeah. And how many seasons are there now? Six. Oh my and gosh! Short. I want to say they're only like six episodes a season oh okay okay and um yeah so then there's going to be another year before another season mm-hmm. comes out but or series I guess they they call it but um one of the things that I find really interesting about the show is that 
kind of hard to explain, but mm-hmm. they will go through like build up to, to this crescendo, like like a major face off or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, um, in in case no people don't know, but Peaky Blinders is about um, uh, Birmingham, England, and this uh, like criminal family, mm-hmm. um, you know, Godfather esque, but. Are they the and are is someone <laughs> is someone Irish on the show? Why did yes. I think that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and many of the actors are okay Irish as well, but but um, yeah, but they're Birmingham or Burmese or whatever they call them. Okay. Yeah. And um, anyway, so they I, they'll build up to this crescendo, and then I have this big like battle or fight or some major event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it just cuts to like a year later and oh. it's really unusual uh, yeah other I don't shows, always know how I feel about that yeah yeah other shows will really like delve into the fallout of those kinds of things and, and yeah instead this show just moves right ahead and then it's like oh, okay so yeah I was gonna say happens. I yeah I almost prefer to kind of stretch it out like the aftermath yeah, I don't exactly. know. I I want to know the details. Like I know these characters. You yeah. know, I, yeah, I want to sit in that for a while. Yeah, it took getting used to, especially since there's so few episodes. Right, right. Um, but so, if it's well done, you know, I won't is. knock it. And I think that's too why it takes a while to get to know the characters because you're just mm-hmm. kind of jumping around a little bit. But, um, but it's good. It, it's definitely definitely worth it. And incidentally. That I also saw, it must have been on Netflix, I think, but uh-huh. the, there was, it was, you know, one of the things that popped up for me to show me was um, World of Calm. And what is, what is that? Calm is an app, like a meditation app uh-huh. um, that I had. And so I recognized. Oh, World it. of Calm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't <laughs> believe I didn't mention this to you already or because I've, found it too i thought you said world of palm first of all and i was like what's that about <laughs> but no world of calm calm oh. yeah as in calm cool and collected yes um, yes but so they have um like famous people mm-hmm. with lovely voices with yeah with great voices that are narrating mm-hmm. these like videos and so the, the yeah. videos themselves are like meditative yeah, and they each one has a different theme, mm-hmm. and like we like weirdly the horses. There was a horses one, and I <laughs> loved it. I was oh, like, "Wow!" I never thought I'd be so you know relaxed by horses. Yeah, but, um, there's a little bit of a, like an ASMR kind of thing going. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it made me think of it's some of the animal ones are just kind of like you know, planet earth or something like that, but without mm. the drama, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. you know, no one's trying to eat each other or hunt each other. <laughs> yes, Cause it's called uh, the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, uh, I, I watched it over Thanksgiving break. I watched some of them and it was, it did the trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I stopped and looked at it because Killian Murphy does yep. one of the episodes and he does the one he does is snow. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's, he has a great voice. Just yeah, like, I liked that one a lot too. Yeah. yeah, and his his you know natural accent is really great. Irish accent. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I think it speaks to the Irish in me because I'm 
like mostly, that's right mostly, I, I don't know <laughs> It could be other things. It could be the blue eyes. I don't know. What, what, anyway. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of factors <laughs> yeah. in play here. <laughs> and it's a bonus because since he's talking about snow, he says crystal a lot in the Oh, <laughs> so you can just close your eyes. Yeah, just repeat and, that little phrase. And listen over. to him say your name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, but it, it, aside from that, they're they are actually good. Um, and yeah. they have meditative and they're not you know they think they're like 20 minutes each or something yeah um, I mean it's a great if you like to watch TV before bed it's the perfect I mean it's made for watching TV before bed yes like. yes exactly <laughs> and then lastly before I start talking about my favorite movies is another show called and I think I've mentioned it before the podcast but mm-hmm. I have mentioned it as a podcast but Song Exploder is now um, a series, okay. and it's how songs are made. Um, oh, it's on yes. Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, it, cool. Yeah, it just came out, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And I watched them all. Actually, there's two Ooh. series, two seasons of it. Oh, wow. Um, but there are only three or four episodes in each one. Okay. Um, so one of them is R.E.M., Losing My Religion. Oh my gosh. Which I mean that's like, you know, a classic for my uh-huh, my age uh-huh. group. Um, <laughs> Nine Inch Nails, uh, wow. which was one of my you know, all time favorites. Yeah. Um, and so he they he's interviewing Trent Reznor about uh, creating the song Hurt. Um I love I just I love the idea of focusing on one song too. Yeah, it's really You know, I mean it's one thing to learn everything about the band or even an album, but one song I don't know, there's a lot to pick apart there. Exactly. And it was interesting like, you know, REM is no longer together. Um right. and they're all but they're all I mean they're, you know, they're not like split up and hate each other, but they just We're no just longer not... perform. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> But and so you know, there's like a lot of like their personal lives and you know that kind of stuff that gets mm-hmm. discussed. Um, and Lynn Manuel Miranda does one of the episodes about oh, um, Hamilton. That's great, yeah. So oh, cool. Anyway, really good, especially if you're you know a music fan, mm-hmm. and who isn't, you know? Exactly. But yeah, so I would recommend Song Exploded. Oh, yeah, great. I'll move that to the front of. Uh, my list of things to watch. Yes. Yeah. So I used to teach film studies before I became a librarian. And <laughs> I'm huge, huge film buff. I love, by the way, to imagine having you as a professor. <laughs> like, I would love you. And I'm not just saying. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, I was definitely enthusiastic about it. I don't know. Well, and that, yeah, I think that I... I know that about you and I like that about you. I, I think, and I think that matters if you're a professor. I think so. But mm-hmm. it, it ultimately the, the profession wasn't for me, but it, right. I did, I, you know, there were things about it I enjoyed. Um, and as I, so, you know, since I haven't seen good movies lately or not that many, mm-hmm. I was sort of um, giving some, uh, I don't know, recommendations for DVDs for mm-hmm. um, Summer, who does our DVD ordering for the library. Um, and I just kind of went down a rabbit hole of <laughs> um, 
movies that I love from the 90s and the 2000s and that's kind mm-hmm. of you know the era when I was like super into it and all of my favorite movies come from that period I don't know yes why. I was gonna say it, it's a gold mine yeah there was that so time many. period yeah mm-hmm. so you know like filmmaking um, technology went through a huge shift in that period mm-hmm. and so yeah. that's kind of reflected in in a lot of the ones that I really you know enjoyed the most um, well, and even things like, um, you know, Wes Anderson, I mean, you know, no one, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the professor here, <laughs> um, but I just feel like, I don't know, things that were stylized in that way, mm-hmm. really sort of, at least, and, may, and maybe I'm saying that because I was in high school and college and I was just discovering things like that. Um, but to me, I don't know. I just using Wes Anderson as an example, I feel like you see things all the time now that are trying to, I, they're probably trying to do their own thing, but they end up being similar to Wes Anderson. And so, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's actually a book. I haven't ordered it for the library, but I will, will maybe order it for myself. Um, and I think it's called Accidental Wes Anderson. Oh my gosh! Yes, I follow a the Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's a okay, they cool. come out with a book now, um, and it's it's yeah, it's things that look like they're yes, like them. places mm-hmm. where yes, it looks like it's right out of one of his <laughs> movies, which is you know pretty fantastic. It is. It is. Uh, so yeah. So Wes Anderson, um, his very first film is one of my favorite comedies, uh, Bottle mm-hmm. Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 1996 when that came out and uh, it's a hilarious movie. It just, it, it still is. makes me laugh out loud. I, I quote from it frequently like a yep. real dork, but she does. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, she does. <laughs> um, but also, but Royal Tenenbaums is, is a great, yeah. is a great movie. One of my favorites. That's on my list too. Yeah. And that it's, he's so specific Mm -hmm. you know like you can you know his movies you know his dialogue yes you can always recognize it and yes every part of it is him Mm -hmm. and sometimes it gets tedious like there were a couple of his um and I can't think of the name of it right now but it's the one where they're on a train anyway some of them are not uh nope I can't think of it yeah, but oh my gosh. but there's there you know it's, it's hit or miss, but mm-hmm. most of the time, it's good. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And now it's gonna drive me crazy that I can't think of. Maybe it's the like, name of that. So the something Doll Express. Yes. I don't know. Name? Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, <laughs> there's somebody out. If anyone is listening, I'm sure they're like yelling, yelling it, it out. Like, come on, you dummy, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> It, it will, I'm sure we'll, it'll come to us when we're talking yeah. about something else and I'll just, shout but it out. no, that's a good point. Yeah. About I, yeah. Tedious is a good word Yeah, for, um, yeah. Just how that could easily come off. Yes. And so, but, but still, you know, I will always check out even the one that he did recently, Isle of Dogs. Like I, yep. I was not, sure I would about see that. it in theaters <laughs> yeah. and I, <laughs> I did too, actually. Um, yeah. Well, so. and even if it's, even if I'm, even if it's a 
subpar movie, I'm still going to enjoy it because, you know, I like the way it looks. I like the way it sounds. You know, I'm already a fan of his. So, you know, I'll most likely enjoy something. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that time period, maybe, I don't know, maybe the, like, turn of the century was really inspiring for people or something. Right, yeah, maybe. But um, some of my other favorites are Christopher Nolan, so almost anything he does, but Mm -hmm. Memento is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. And you, I can't watch, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but you can't watch that movie enough times. There's always something new. That you that miss. You, mm-hmm. And it's been long enough since I've seen it that I, I it, it would almost be like watching it for the first time, I think. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I, I would remember, you know, broad, you know, I know the storyline and all of that, but uh, it is a great movie. It's great. Yeah. And, and that kind of like memory, um, sort of introspective like that's the kind of Mm -hmm. a theme for my favorite movies and from movies from that era too Mm -hmm. I think because you know we start going down the the list of those uh, another of my favorites that idea of like what's real and what's not yeah so and of course Nolan is famous for that like Inception and Mm -hmm. um, The Prestige uh, Mm -hmm. Interstellar all of those are some of my Mm -hmm. favorites uh, those the the last couple are um, more recent than some of the other mm-hmm. ones, but but it's definitely like his style that I that I like. And uh, another who I haven't seen much come from him recently, Michelle Gondry, who did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. um, which is yeah another of my favorites. It's just yeah, and another one of those what's real and what's not yeah kind it of literally yeah. takes place inside the brain of, of yep. yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah just really cool and his style is all is another one that's almost like you can pick it out because some of his other movies it has just kind of like a handmade kind of style that right where he's not using all of the technology tricks that are available but he mm-hmm. does it like in an old-fashioned way that yeah you know, like using um like distorting perspective Mm -hmm. you know like in that film he's got jim carrey like as an adult but he's a baby so he's small he's himself as a baby oh my gosh yes hiding under the table table. (laughs) (laughs) and it's all done with the just like the perspective and the like furniture being big and stuff like that yeah um pulling on your mom's skirt <laughs> like <laughs> being you know knee level exactly <laughs> that's just a, a brilliant movie and, and it is and uh, it's another one too you can watch it forever oh yeah and find something new always, or yeah you know. always new details and you're like oh that completely changes it in fact mm-hmm. there's a little like if you run the i'm not gonna give anything away if somebody is, hasn't seen it but mm-hmm. um at the end, if you like let it, like if you're watching it as the credits are going, there's just a couple of like, little details that just changes what, what, like the whole oh thing. Oh my, okay. Well, after this, <laughs> I'm going to need you to tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's anyway, I definitely cool. watch it. And now yeah. that I've, we're talking about all these, I'm mm-hmm. going to totally binge. binge them. 
Mm-hmm. And I know I want to too. Anybody can because we just ordered we ordered all of these for DVDs that you can come check yep. out at the library. So um, maybe we'll have a little I don't know discussion. Yeah, nineties movies party or something. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> um, and, and they're not actually nineties. It's like right after two thousand, I guess, mostly. Yeah, yeah, because for a lot of those, I was in high school, yeah. so two thousand four to eight, nine, ten ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so another one from that two thousand one actually is uh, Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. And I That's remember on my list too. Yeah, I caught it. I didn't watch it when. It was in the movie theater, but I did, I, I caught it on television. It was like one of those things where I was like in the kitchen mm-hmm. and doing something else. And I'd look up and there's that rabbit character. Oh. And it just had. The creepiest. So creepy. And I was like, I stopped what I was doing and went and paid you know, full attention to mm-hmm. what was going on. And uh, that director, Richard Kelly, um, just has unfortunately has not had the follow-up um, that we, I was really hoping for. Yeah. Although a few years later, he made a movie called Southland Tales. Oh, probably a lot of people have not seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not do well, I'm pretty sure. And uh, Man, yeah, I was, I don't, that doesn't even sound familiar. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> is wild. Like, I can't even explain. It's definitely an alternate universe and... Uh there's a line in it that's just one of the most wackadoo (laughs) something about um you know what do you do when you find a a crack in the space-time continuum you fire monkeys into it (laughs) oh okay that kind of movie all right all right (laughs) way over the top Um, but totally is, is genius Yes, it is. I remember watching it with a group of friends when I was in high school over at my house. And the next day, um, my friend had left the DVD at my house. And the next day, I watched it again Mm -hmm. by myself. (laughs) Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. And uh, funnily enough, another one um, is uh, another by another director who has Mm kind of hit or miss after that. But um, the movie Primer came out in 2004, um, and it's the director Shane Carruth. And he, the tagline for that movie is "Like Donnie Darko, but for adults." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I agree with that sentiment exactly, but really, Donnie Darko is definitely for adults. Um, yeah, I was gonna it, say, like, how crazy does that one get? Because yeah. I haven't seen Primer. Yeah, it it is a super indie uh, movie that. Uh-huh. You know, I I think I was telling you the other day that I think it was made for like seven thousand dollars, which is oh yes, that's right, yeah, that, like very very low cost movie, but it doesn't shot necessarily... on your flip phone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't it it doesn't look like it, but you know it's. I mean, that is a pretty impressive feat. I'll that alone makes me want to watch the movie. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's about time travel, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so you know, it's like, you know, that theme Hence from the yeah, yeah, the tear and throwing monkeys into and it, the Donnie of Darko course. and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and but it is, it's like these guys, these two, these friends build a time machine in their garage, like in their off time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's 
really good. It's a very moody and um, kind of a brain bender kind of. It it's it's really smart for one thing. It's because okay. they're you know they don't have special effects, don't have a huge cast. You know, it's yeah. just like they but they did the like taking those things and turning them into something that works for the film like it works right positive um really 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 great and then a few years ago he made another movie called upstream color and i don't know that one either yeah it's it just he never really took off but we should make him have a whole new like we need we need everybody to get behind Shane Curry so he'll make more. Okay, movies. okay. Campaign, make, bring him back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he acts in the first one, but then the, there's uh, not in the Upstream Color, and it's okay. hard to describe, but it's real trippy. It's um, this a woman is exposed to this plant that uh, like gets inside her and anyway mm-hmm. you just have to kind of watch it and, and it's, okay. it's more of like the well, same thing with primer it's more of like the feeling of of the of it and how it's shot and like the right the emotions of the characters and stuff rather than okay. like showy big yeah 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 which is a like turning the whole like time travel sci-fi thing on its ear because it's mm-hmm. that's what all the other movies do is they make it into these big exactly you know, this huge production yeah yeah which like which it can be great. Yeah, like Christopher I Nolan, think, you know. Yeah, I was going to say Inception. Yeah. That was In fact, real quick uh sidebar. I watched Inception not that long ago and I had forgotten just how great and fun it is. Um but there's a scene where Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like wherever the place that he is is sort of collapsing yeah and so the room that yeah yeah yeah. so like the hallway is like moving and Mm -hmm. so he's having to run sort of up the walls and um on the ceiling as the room is turning and apparently that was they actually built that (laughs) space and yeah no it made me sort of watch that scene in a whole new light oh yeah yeah there's a lot of that stuff like um, that the making of some of those movies, like The Matrix, I mean, that's one of the most mm-hmm. famous, like how they made that, um, oh. you know, bullet time or whatever. Like they yeah. invented stuff <laughs> to make that movie work, you know. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and we all take that for granted now because, you know, everybody. Yes, ex- exactly. Oh, so true. Another one that uses a, uses like a new kind of technology was... Um, a scanner darkly um mm-hmm. by richard linkladder and so that one oh. is um it has the actors like keanu reeves and yeah you know, his people mm-hmm. but then they're animated over that so oh. it's this thing called rotoscoping yeah do they look it almost looks real but not okay this is a terrible way to describe it (laughs) (laughs) well you can tell it's those people but they are right like when they're filming it they're just acting they're doing their thing right okay yeah there was a movie on um amazon prime i don't remember the name of it but i have seen that and it's really yeah it i'm gonna say interesting Mm -hmm. because that's sort of a 
neutral <laughs> it's a neutral place um because yeah I don't love it but I don't hate it I think it's interesting <laughs> yeah he did another film like that that I didn't like very much so it's okay. definitely the content like it, it fit with the scanner darkly which is a sci-fi thing right um it works I think right but yeah I you wouldn't want to just you know do everything with that do it for fun yeah Yeah, totally (laughs) (laughs) um let's see oh and then another you know big one from that time is um darren aronofsky who started out with the the movie pie which was another one of those like low budget indie movies that Mm -hmm. really made his name with that film and then went on Mm -hmm. to make a number of others that were critically acclaimed but but one that I really like um, is The Fountain. And Hugh Jackman is the main character in that. Or one of the, mm-hmm. one of the he has a, a love interest as well, his wife, but um, mm-hmm. whose name I can't recall. But uh, seems about right. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's another, yeah, there's a trend here. It's a thing. <laughs> That's um, right. But it's about, it's about this couple and, their relationship but it it's also like about the universe and how it all connects together and it's just it really reaches and i think it i mean yeah it's interesting yeah yeah did you say that i can't remember one of these we were talking about and you said it was life-changing in a way was it this one Mm, the movie pie the pie okay yes okay yeah got it got it got it and i don't want to you know, overstate that, but it was definitely, that one came out in 1998. And so it was Mm -hmm. when I was, you know, deciding what I was going to do with my life. And, and, you know, I was really discovering my interest in film and Mm -hmm. that one was just, was a real wow. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll know my purpose (laughs) (laughs) after I watch it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it, it is really good, and, and it's like shot in black and white, and so it really and it's mostly takes place inside of this guy's apartment. And, and anyway, I don't want to tell too much about it, but it's it's a, about a mathematician who is trying to understand the universe, basically. Oh. <laughs> So that's, you know, that's not. And I love how I love how vague that is, because (laughs) I already know (laughs) it's going to be a wild ride. Yes. Yeah. There's. Yeah. There's even there's bad guys. (laughs) (laughs) There are bad guys. There are good guys. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they're mad. (laughs) And how can you describe every movie ever made? (laughs) So, in five sentences yeah yeah <laughs> so, I, I don't know I don't want to try to get into just dis- no describing totally. it any further so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the vagueness on that one yeah but. no I appreciate that <laughs> I think that I I, I want to be surprised yes definitely because and that was the like I think that to me too in that era well and before movies were more like a magical thing we didn't have anything that we streamed you had to go to the movie theater it was a big deal it was a big deal and it was and if you missed it in theaters you had to wait until it showed up at blockbuster or hastings yeah 
And, and then- I would pay the five or six dollars for the new movie mm-hmm. rentals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it did. It, it, a lot of them, especially movies like Pi and Donnie Darko um, and Primer, those mm-hmm. weren't seen by everybody, you know? Right. And so it felt like you were discovering something. Yeah. Know? they. Yeah. And, and you, like, you'd have to tell other people and you know, mm-hmm. I should have worked in a movie rental place when I was that age because oh my gosh, you would have had <laughs> so many recommendations. Yes, yeah, I would have been that nerd. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I think that that kind of helped shape my impression of some of these. But um, I agree. Let's see what else. Oh, there's another one. There's a movie that came out in 1998 as well called Dark City. Mm-hmm. and it's like real sci-fi <laughs> and at, at the time I'm sure it's been um, it's been surpassed but at the time it had it was like set a record for the 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 length of the shots oh. was so short that it was like I don't know, the average shot length for that movie was like two seconds or something crazy. What? Yeah. And you you feel it when you're watching. I was about it. to say any motion sickness. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's maybe not two seconds, but it's very short. Uh yeah, no. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. that became kind of a trend after that. Like so now you probably wouldn't even notice it, but at the time Yeah, just like, fast paced mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, Man. Yeah. So that one not my favorite 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 but it it's definitely worth watching just sure you know I mean, it's good it's just <laughs> i don't know it, it i'm gonna it's a, i'm gonna time all of the, <laughs> the takes <laughs> well and that was too like I, you know that was one of those that i was starting to notice that stuff you know because i was right. so into it that i was thinking about how the the film production sure how they were making it and why they were making those decisions and right um, yeah and then there are a couple of other ones that I was saying that I've been looking for copies so that we could have them in the library and I can't find them or they're (laughs) so expensive Uh, and there's the movie Strange Days which is from 1995 directed by Catherine Bigelow and <clears throat> it's really good. It's like set at, at the like um, turn of the century, like, you know, so it's a little bit into the future for that, mm-hmm. for that production. And it's uh, Ray Fines and Angela Bassett. And it's another one that's hard to describe, but it's mm-hmm. basically people have these um, headsets um, where they can like live anyway Ray Fine's character uses the headsets to watch like memories of his wife who's passed away oh. you know? and uh, anyway but things from your brain specifically mm-hmm. but you can also okay. watch other people's whoa yeah. I don't know if I want that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's where the sci-fi part comes in is oh wow stuff works and then there's like elements of it that are illegal and Mm -hmm. anyway yeah so it's really good i'm hoping that i can find it Uh, i just can't believe that 
we're already at the point where you know dvds are hard to find i know certain ones okay. yeah 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 no they're gonna they're gonna go away but yeah just a it's of happening time. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one is that also kind of like that because it's yeah it's like um takes place inside of a game that's all virtual reality um oh, and that's cool. existence which is mm-hmm. david cronenberg and Jude Law is the main character in that. And he's kind of, it's another follows with that theme of, um, you know, what's real, what's reality, but right. takes it into like a game dimension. Cool. And so, I love, I love that theme, a game theme. Yeah. Where you're a person and you're stuck in this situation, either by choice or by force, and you got to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. And like growing up, that was the other thing is like my generation, generation X, I guess, is mm-hmm. grew up on gaming more than, you know, we were the first generation to like grow up with, right? you know, Nintendos and mm-hmm. all the things that came before that. Because I mean, as a kid, my I remember we had like a, oh, now I can't even think of what they're called. <laughs> and here we go. I really don't. I I need to watch more movies about memory or something. I don't know because like I, I oh no, it's the worst <laughs> for me. I'm with you. <laughs> but like the pre Nintendo game yeah. cartridge things that you could the console things right. that you could get. We had that stuff, and I think that that really impacts like and at least I know it impacts the things that I choose to watch but I think it does the things that get made you know because they yeah. are about that kind of reality you yeah know? and we would yeah. play even just like Super Mario went like the very first one where you would dream about it you know, like you, you right. would dream like this 2D world and that you're jumping and you know yeah oh that's so funny because <laughs> you're just like immersed and now like the other day, I got to put on an Oculus, and you oh are gosh, very yeah. much immersed. In fact, like taking it off was one of the weirder experiences. Oh my gosh, I bet. It's just like, boom, you know, you're like suddenly in your different reality and like in your dizzy. Stepping off of a treadmill, but worse yeah, is what I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> And there, I mean, it's it's super cool, but it is definitely an experience. Yeah, an experience. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah, I really, I want to try it. I got way too excited when you told me that you had. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's probably what we're going to do for over our Christmas break is just play games like that. Please take videos or have someone <laughs> take them of you. <laughs> yeah, my sister, like. I, I I was over at her house and she was, went out into the backyard and I was in there and David, uh, my nephew, where he's getting me all like kitted up and put all the <laughs> things on. And um, she took a picture through the window <laughs> of me standing there with this thing on. It has like the hand set things that you have and uh-huh. anyway, yeah, doing crazy things. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll probably stop there. I've probably gone on too long about it, but I I love the movies from that era and they are. I, it just, I mean, when we sort of briefly touched on some of these yesterday, it just really put me 
put me in the mood for that kind of mind bendy entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, I, I, and I was saying too, you know, I sound like an old fogey, I guess, but you know, they just mm-hmm. don't make them like they do, like they used to. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. Cause there's really, you know, there's, I just haven't been that much of a movie fan. And I think too, you know, we've talked about before that there has been such a shift to series like television series yes Um, yes and so a lot of that creative energy that people have the you know the best people that are working are making Mm -hmm. series rather than yeah a two-hour movie yeah no television is i don't know it's more prestigious than it used to be Mm -hmm. i you know i feel like actors used to they were trying to be in movies you know, even, you know, in the time that we're talking about the nineties, early two thousands, if you were an actor, you wanted to be in the movies. And I feel like TV was kind of seen as like second rate a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. That's, I mean, several things that are streaming right now. It's like, yeah, exactly. And of course, in this past year, movies have, have changed even more again, because yep. You know, they're having to be released on the small screen, even, Mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how things change and, and, you know, things like um, 3D and a a lot of things like that, like high definition, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Funnily to me, like that didn't really catch on. Like it wasn't the kind of technology is like, well, now everything's going to be like this. Yeah, no, that's very true. You know, they'll offer movies in 3D, but mm-hmm. I never opt for that. No, I've only seen like t- two movies in a theater. Yeah, with... maybe, yeah me too. I maybe. didn't really enjoy it that much, but. No, yeah, no. It was... And, you know, it was early days for sure whenever yeah. I experienced that. So, yeah. you know, who knows what's in store. But I, I agree. I kind of thought it was going to be the new thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we we like a. Like them the way they were. Yep. Well. Can't go wrong. Yes. I actually am going to stop talking now. (laughs) No, thank you. I, you know, we'll have a short break next week and I'm going to need things to watch. Yeah. And then we'll, and the podcast is going to take a break for a couple of weeks for the holidays. (laughs) Crystal said that she wouldn't contact me on Christmas day to record. (laughs) Because normally we do on Fridays, and I was cracking up at that idea. <laughs> I may just, I may call you just to make you freak out, and then say, so, <laughs> "I'm like, oh no, she changed her mind." <laughs> no, we are going to take a break. Yeah, I promise, and then uh, we'll be back after the first of the year, and maybe we'll have seen and done cool stuff in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so many experiences to be had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. Happy holidays. And goodbye, 2020. Goodbye. Afraid you missed one of our scintillating selections? Check out wakelet.com and you'll find a collection of all of the titles that we have mentioned on our podcast.